registered in the heavenlies, it won't make any difference to God. It won't count for anything. It will be hay and stubble when you stand before the bema seat or the, or the judgment seat of Christ. And Jesus then is submitting to the protocol. Protocol is everything. This is a church of protocol. Most people don't understand that the higher up you go in realms, spiritual realms, the more stringent and strict the protocols. It means that if you cannot keep up with the footmen, you will never be able to run with the horsemen. It means that if God is going to actually put you into these high levels and realms of influence, it means that the, the broad road that you came on when you got saved is going to be narrow after you get saved. It means that other people will be allowed to do certain things, but you will not be allowed to do it. It means that other people will say certain things, but you will not be allowed to say why. Because you have to recognize that your credentialing is coming from heaven. When Jesus then emerges from the water, the heavens are open. The Bible said that there is a voice that comes from heaven that credentials Jesus Christ. It means that although the Pharisees and scribes couldn't accommodate him, the synagogues could not accommodate him, it means that there was nothing that they could do to stop him. When heaven credentials you, you become unstoppable. This is K-A-Y-T, Gina, Alexandria. This is gospel radio at its very best. 88.1. K-A-Y-T, praising the Lord. Come on, church, make the noise Greeting. This is Reverend Lionel Smith, pastor of New Scholar Baptist Church. We are a church that is working towards acquiring the mind of Christ. Sit back and listen to the message already in progress. It's a great party. Everybody, it's going down. Alexandria and surrounding area. The mighty crowd of joy. Oh, I woke up early this morning. Los Angeles, California. The new Scott Alley Baptist Church presents the mighty clouds of joy. Saturday, October 26, 6 p.m. at New Scott Alley Baptist Church, 2627 Willow Glen Road. The mighty clouds of joy. Put your hand together. A living testimony. Alexandria, Louisiana. Betty Boss with the new anointed inspirational TJ and Trinity. Meet and greet the mighty clouds of joy. 4.30 to 5.30. Meet the clouds. Ticket info. Ticket information. $20 pre-sale. $25 at the door. Tickets can be purchased at New Scott Alley Baptist Church. 2627 Willow Road. 318-448-1111. 
3706. Sister Betty Boss, 318-880-5241. Our Bishop Lydell Smith, 318-442-8878. With stoning, hand clapping at the New Scott Island Baptist Church with the mighty clouds of joy. Saturday, October 26th at 6 p.m. Underwriting Proud Spencer, New Scott Island Baptist Church. And your friend, K-A-Y-T 88.1 Alexander, 92.5 Shreveport, 98.9. I thank God today for all of you and giving honor today to God, to Jesus Christ, to the Holy Spirit in Jesus Christ's name and to my brothers in the gospel according to Jesus Christ, Pastor Terrell, Reverend Carter, uh, Pastor Smith and Reverend Smith again. We, we just thank God for all of you for just being here today and to come to bear witness and record of what thus said to the Lord God Almighty. Uh, we're going to try to be brief if we possibly can today to share. We come and not just eat the word, we're going to eat that which represents the broken body of Jesus Christ also today and the blood, the word which represents the blood of the New Testament. We're going to ask you to bear with us today and pray for us that we'll say the things that God wants us to say and not the things that please me. Because we have to be very careful who we please in these days and time. Because a lot of times we try to please people that we don't need to please. Instead of trying to please Jesus, somebody who guides and watches over us day by day. From the sixth chapter of St. Matthew, beginning with the 19th verse, I ask you to turn there if you so desire to do so. And I'm going to be start reading from the 19th verse. Sixth chapter of St. Matthew. And the Bible said to me, lay not up for yourself treasures upon earth where moth and rough dust corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourself treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust dust corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart also, be your heart also. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, the whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, the whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkened, how great is the darkness. No man can serve two masters. For either we hate one, hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold on to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body. For what you shall put on, is it not life more than meat and the, and the body than raiment? Behold, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into bonds. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? Now I just want you to look at a few verses of scripture here that we've read to you and I want you to take heed what thus said the Lord. Now in this society that we live in, it is this prosperous. It is a society that we're offered everything. And as far as your eyes can see, a lot of us tries to accomplish those physical things in this life. We want to grow up and have beautiful homes, new families. We want to have the best of the automobiles. We want all the, 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 the house that 
you almost can put a football field in. We, we want to wear the suits every day, uh, new pair of shoes every day. You want a different shirt and pants every day. When you're not dressed up, you want to be every day. You want your car to be clean and waxed every day. We want our house to stay clean up all the time. We want to be to eat the best food that we possibly can eat on the face of this earth. And guess what? All that's good. And God say we can have that. But what he wants us to do today, first of all, and I, and I want you to hear this. There's nothing on this earth that your eyes can see that you can't obtain. And he say you can have it. He said you can have the desires of your heart. But first things first, we need Jesus. First thing we need is Jesus. If we can take Jesus, then everything our eyes can see, God's going to provide for us. But you've got to first have Jesus. Yeah, I'm so reminded all the time when I read this scripture, say don't live for yourself treasures on earth. See, don't get nothing on this earth that's going to take your mind away from God. Don't have nothing that you cherish so much in your heart until you forget about the Lord. Don't let nobody, no living human being on the face of this earth that you desire so much of until you can't see Jesus. When it happens, get hold to yourself. I don't praise presidents and governors, not senators and congressmen. I praise God for them. I don't wish to be evil on nobody. I don't care what they do. They do wrong. They did wrong. I did wrong in my life. And somebody prayed for me, had me on their mind. And I thank God for it today. Somebody was thinking about me when I was a devil. And my devilish then is no bad than the devil now. He the same devil. What I did then is no better off than what they did yesterday. Or what they're doing today. I think we kind of forget sometimes where we come from. We come from a mighty long ways. God gave us all that we need to accomplish in this life. All the good that he had been stored in our life. God gave them to me. I, I want to just show you briefly some of the things that we so often do so many times. Uh, you know, when God first built us, first made us, spoke us in existence, this is what we had. Men, y'all should be proud today of God. Whatever he do, you ought to be proud of him. Ladies, you ought to be proud of him too. But most of the main, I'm saying, ought to be very, very proud of God. Let me tell you, God put you over everything. And say, subdue it. Otherwise, take care. We didn't even have to work. There was no work on earth for mankind when God made us. But because the lust of this world and the sins of this world, God spoke on us that we had to now go work by the sweat of our brow. Everything, the fruit of the ground brought forth. You didn't even have to, you know, you had to chop cotton and cut the oak and pull the grass out the oak and tomatoes and put sticks in the tomatoes. Before we sinned, we didn't have to do none of that. It just come up out the ground. And all we had to do is go pick it and eat it. But because of our sinful life, our sinful nature of doing things on this earth and try to do it like the earth say do it, we had to go to work by the sweat of our brow. 
And God knows when he made that word work. It mean a lot. Work mean work. And work don't spell L-A-Z-Y. Jesus want us to work. I'm up here before you today and thank God for me being here. He wants you to work physically and divinely. Otherwise, when I read this scripture, I need to already be walking in this. I need to be showing a light because I'm telling you what to do. I ought to be doing it right now. It's easy for me to get up and say, you do this, and you do this, and you do this, and I ain't doing nothing. I'm going to show you what the words say about me. Right here in this book. I can't be like that. All y'all, you know what? I could come in here and tell you God told me to tell you something, and if you don't find it in the scripture, you can just politely get up in the midst of the congregation, raise your hand, and say, Rev, what that's found? Y'all hear what I say? Say, Rev, what that's found? And all I'm going to say, but I'm lying. Because God didn't tell me that. You got to be very careful. That's how the craftiness and cunningness of mankind always trick us. And we get left holding a bag. Because we didn't use the wisdom that God gave us. Don't have nothing on this earth that you treasure so much that you just put it all up, set it apart, put it up, and, and, and then what's going to happen, somebody break in your house and steal it. You cherish your automobile. Somebody break your glasses out of it. It hurts your heart. You treasure the house you live in. The little boy don't mean no harm at all. He hit a home run and hit it, it fall in the winter. You call the police on him. Lord, help us now. Help us. Help us, Jesus. See, somebody can always, in a tangible thing, the things you can see with your eye, somebody can always can mess with it or misuse or abuse it. But he said, now this is one important. The next verse tells us that what we got to do, we got to treasure things we don't see. We got to treasure things that we don't see. Well, rust and moth can't get to it. Because he's going to corrupt it. If he get to it, he's going to corrupt it. And anything physical is going to perish. Because everything you see physical comes from what? The earth. And everything that you see going back to what? The earth, even me and you. Even if this earthly house here that we have, if it be caught up, this earthly house is going to fall off and we're going to put that glorified house on. Where it never age, never get old, it never pain, Arthur don't fool with you no more. You don't have to take no more heart pills. The little hair you got on your head, you don't need to scratch it out from worrying. He's telling us that. Pick me up first. Accept my kingdom word first. And you're going to see how you prosper and be in good health. Put treasure things that come from above. Nobody can steal from you. The first thing we do in life, listen, that be good. Lord, I'm a sinner. 
I've sinned. I've done wrong. Have mercy on me. Please forgive me my sin. Renew my stewardship with you, Lord. Because when you come back, I want to go back with you. I'm tired of this earth torture. I'm tired of the lying and the cunning and the crafting that on this earth. Whenever you come back, I'm not trying to rush myself home, Lord, but whenever you come back, I want to be able to go back with you. But he gave us some divine principles to walk like him. He said, be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father, which is in heaven, is also perfect. And we got to understand that. We was built in the image and the likeness of God. There's not a creature on the face of this earth that God built like us. I know the fairy tales. I know you don't want me to say it because you get scared. The fairy tales that we had tales and all that, that's the work of the devil. If, if we had a tale, now look, now I'm saying something tough now, and if you don't agree with what I say, you fall in that boat. If we had tales, then Jesus and God had tales. Stop thinking stupid down to my woo, look what he say. Uh-uh, I'm telling you what, if God said he built us in his image and his likeness, and whatever way God has built, that's the way we build. And I'm not a, I'm not a reform from something else. I wasn't born to go really now I'm a panel. That's impossible. God made me. And when he made me, he made me just like himself. So I need to take on the image of God. See, God is eternal. And when I take on God's image, I'm eternal. Though this earthly house is this type of nigga dissolved, I got another building. I got another building. I'm going to put my glorified word on after a while. I'm going to be able to walk through walls after a while. I'm going to be able to get from earth to heaven in a second. In a moment of twinkling of an eye. But I got to be like Jesus. Can't be like nobody else. For where our treasure is, the heart is also. Whatever you value more in this life, that's what determined tell me who you are and what you are and where you're headed to. See, God will show me if you, and he showed me where you're headed. I'm the presiding official. That's the only reason. I am the presiding official, and God got to let me know what's going on. I don't need you to tell me what's going on. God going to let me know how you're going, where you're going, and when you're going. And the Lord also will put in my mouth and my memories to tell you the things that you can escape from the things that you're going through. That's why I heard Theron saying this morning, when you say leadership or pastor or I'm the presiding official, you're talking about trouble. You're talking about trouble. When you're in position, that's why I don't never run for no position. It's a lot of weight in a position. It's a lot of weight on a tower. And sometimes we jump in things and when we get in and say, ooh, I wish y'all had told me better. All you do is listen to God and listen to your pastor. That's all. Listen to God listen to your pastor. You wouldn't have got in it. I'm going to talk about myself in a minute. Because I need to talk about myself first. Because I'm no better than nobody. I, I wear a title. And God expects me to live up to, live up to my title that he gave me. And then he told me this. He told every preacher on the face of this earth this. I call pastors 
after my own heart. We got to think like God. I don't think like the world, Supreme Court, the, the, the Congress or the Senate. I can't think like that. Y'all forgive me. I can't think like them people. I got to think like Jesus. I don't care what the circumstance or the incident happened. I got to think like Jesus. But Reb, you know that ain't right. I know it ain't right. Much of you know it ain't right. But I still got to think like Jesus. I'm a representative of Jesus. I can't think like you, like you want me to think. I got to think like Jesus say think. I got good friends. I got friends that break their neck for me. Because they're close to me, that don't make no difference with me. I'm going to treat you like I treat everybody else. That's the way God thinks. The Gentiles this morning, and Paul was talking about the Gentiles. He said, even though the Jews were called and chosen, I still got to treat the Gentiles like I treat you. How do you think you win people life when you treat them like a dog? You ain't going to win nobody. Well, excuse me, you can't win me for sure. You got to treat me right to get me on your side. You ain't nothing but sound and brass and take the symbols to me when you treat me wrong. I'm going where I can be comfortable at. There's peace, there's joy, there's happiness. That's why I need to, all of us need to be where that is. We've been through too much hell already. You just want to live in hell day after day after day. I like kind words said. I like helpers, people that work, fervent, labor hard. So where your treasure is, your heart is also. Now watch this. This is going to kind of sting you a little bit, but listen to that. Hope we be through quickly. The light of the body is the eye. Oh, Lord Jesus. Lonnie, why did you bring that up? The light of the body is the eye. In your head, you got two eyes. You got a negative eye and a positive eye. That's why I got to give you two. And you got to make a decision within your own self whether we gonna agree or we gonna stay separated. When we agree, you see out of both eyes. When you disagree, you see out of one eye. Other words, that's hypocrisy in the body. In the body. This group over here want this. This group over here want this. Nobody want this. So we're going to stay at a standstill. God sure can't bless us. I don't care how much you pray. You can pray five nights a week. Until you come to one, one accord, you ain't going nowhere. And he telling me to tell you that this morning so you can stop that foolishness. Because you got something against me, you ain't going to be blessed. That's against the will of God, the divine will of God. You can't be blessed. That means you'll be reconciled. Now, Reb, you, you talking that, but Reb, you ain't going to bless these. That's right. Until I be reconciled with my enemy regardless of what they did to me or what's said about me, until I'm reconciled with them, God can't bless me. You need to understand that, church. This is the word of God. See, the light of the body is the eye. Keep on. Stay with me now. If therefore the eye be seen, the whole body shall be full of light. Well, against God designated me as pastor of the church. I am the eyes of the church. I am the eyes of this church, not all churches. Every pastor is eyes of his church. Every pastor is eyes of his church. If I'm eyes of this church, then I got to see for you and myself. I got to direct you and direct myself. If I can't do direct myself first the way God wants me to be, then I don't have no right to try to tell you what to do. 
It's going to get harder than that. It's going to get harder on you now. You might not even take this. But God's word is true, and it stands forever. It's one pastor in the church. Not two, not ten. Some preachers got high as 50 preachers on, on his staff, but it ain't can't be but one pastor. Every pastor in the church but the pastor might be master degree holders. And the pastor may not even be educated at all. But what God has given some eyes to see through his eyes. You, you hear what I'm saying? If you don't have to take my word, the old warriors, our prehistory prophets and preachers was not educated. But God used them to open Red Seas, Jordan Rivers, open blind eyes, cure the leprosy. And what we do today, we got all knowledge, all mouth, and no understanding. Don't get mad. Everybody in the church want to run the church. Don't y'all get mad with me. Can't be but one. Just one. I don't even have to be. Whoever your leader is, that's who it is. Now you must hear this. The Bible says the light of the body is the who? Is the eye. First of all, if I don't have a light in me, then I'm not the eye. I'm not the eye. If I don't have a light, I'm not the eye. I told you I was going to get on myself first. I mean, I'm, I'm not playing. I, I don't play with that. If I can't see God's instruction, I'm not the eye. Regardless of what you know, that's good. Maybe you can help me some. But you ain't the eye still. In this position, I am the eye. It is on my shoulder to instruct the body of Christ how to see, what to see and what to look for. Listen to this. See, if I'm lost and y'all falling behind me, then y'all full of darkness too. Did you hear what I say? If I'm lost and not in the will of God and you're running behind me, you're full of darkness and it's because of my fault and every one of you that's in darkness I'm going to be held responsible for. What? I'm going to be held responsible. 600, 800 people, God's going to punish me. He's going to beat me so much that when you take me to, up to the sheriff's office, huh? They're going to put me in prison forever. And that's going to be hell. Because I'm responsible. And we need to know that. So when I don't make no move, just be quiet and wait on the Lord. If I make a move, then let's go in together with empowerment. If it's of God, you got a Bible just like I got. If it's not of God, you know it's not of God. Because the Bibles don't read no different. They all read the same. If it's a holy Bible. So, don't let me mislead you into a direction which is not of God. Because, see, you're going to be in darkness too. But when thine eye be evil, the whole body is full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkened, how great is the darkness? If you preach a crooked, the preacher wrong, 
and you falling out, then you're going to be wrong too. You too, Deacon. You ain't got to nod your head. You're going to be wrong too. You part of the body. Usher, sister, prayer warrior, you wrong too. You wrong too. So all of us going to be wrong. All of us going to be walking in darkness. Thinking we got it. Thinking we got something special. All of us walking in darkness. And all of us going to go to the lake. And not talking about cotillism. <laughs> and the scripture gave a solution for it, though. It gave a good solution for it. Say, no man can serve two masters. Now watch this. You got to hate one. Is that in the word? And love the other. Or else he will hold to one and despise the other. You don't hate him turning on one. If you can't get along with me, get away from me. Know why? Because I'm calling you to stumble. I'm calling destruction to come in your life. And the same thing on my case. If I can't walk like Jesus say walk, then I'm building codes of fire on my own head. Because God ain't going to judge me, but the way he say he's going to judge me. He said, be not deceived, for God is not marked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. So I, me being slick ain't, gonna, ain't hurting nobody but me. If I, see, God has an unseen eye. Whatever I do, it's going to appear. Has anybody in here ever did some wrong and nobody seen it, but you couldn't rest? Huh? You couldn't rest, you couldn't lay down, because you know what happened, and you couldn't get by, you prayed, and still you was timid. That's because the unseen eye was showing you on closed circuit television what you did wrong. We think we smart with technology then. But when Jacob was at uh, Romero Gilead, he was laying down on the rock, and Romero Gilead, he laying back on the rock, he seen angels ascending and descending from earth to heaven. And we thought we smart when we got close to TV. That's been out there. But God is not sleep, y'all. He's not sleep. And he wants us to understand that. So you can't have two masters now. You got other words, you got to be saved or you got to be lost. You got to be a Christian or you got to be a sinner. Ain't no middle man with God. Pastor, that's a big responsibility when you're in leadership. Presidents of all these department heads, let me tell you something. Please listen to me. If you're in charge of a department head in the church, you're still in the body of Christ. But if the, head, the, the body be messed up and go wrong, that's your responsibility. You can pray all you want. That's your responsibility. You got to tell them in the way that God say tell them. How we supposed to do it, what we supposed to do, and how to, how to do it. You don't do it, it's all on you. Ninth chapter of Genesis, everybody in the church ought to read it sometime. How that God say we're responsible for everything. But I didn't do it, so I ain't got nothing to do with it. You don't have to do it, you know it's wrong. You need to try to straighten it up. And you don't need to inflame anything to straighten nothing up. You don't need to start calling names out in the church trying to straighten nothing up. You go to these people like the Bible say and talk to them one-on-one. -on -one. And they don't want to hear you, then you go and take a deacon or soul witch and go talk to them again. Do it like God say do it, not like you want to do it. I know how we get sometimes. I just tell them all, boy, they don't know me. 
Well, you don't know God talking like you're talking. What's the difference? We like to point fingers that need fingers pointed at us. The Bible says sometimes we're teaching need to be taught. The words say you can't serve both of them. You gotta let one go. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you'll drink. Nor yet for what the body. For for what? For your body. What you gonna put on? Is not life more than meat and raiments? Tell me, say, well, I would go to church. Now, y'all, don't get mad at me, please. Rev, I would go to church, but I ain't got nothing to wear. Well, I'm going to show you something. And don't y'all get angry with me. I'm just talking about what I get out of the Bible. I get this stuff out of the Bible. I ain't got no understanding. The Bible said if we wouldn't have sinned, we wouldn't have to worry about wearing nothing. I'm going to start it off right. The way God started off, I'm going to start off right. Well, when, when Adam was in the garden, him and his wife and family didn't have nothing on. And they didn't even know they didn't have nothing on. When we get so smart, we get ignorant. And then when God made his presentation or come before them, he said, Adam, Adam. Say, yeah, Lord. Well, yeah. I'm back here hiding, Lord. Adam, come forth. Why are you hiding? Lord, I'm naked. I'm naked, Lord. How you know you're naked? The appearance of evil has entered into my spirit. When you was holy like God made you, you didn't even think about no foolishness like this. But we always try to find a cloak of covering for our wrongdoing. Instead of just confessing it to Christ and telling him to fix it for me. Now at the day, if I put my clothes off, go in the back and put my clothes on and come back up front. All the preachers gonna grab me and call 911 and tell them people to come get me. And I'm just gonna tell the judge, judge, I'm going back, take me back. To that place where I used to be. I'm trying to get back, Jerry. <laughs> my God, my God. The Lord said, the shame come on us. To, all it's doing is telling us that you've done wrong and you need to get your house in order. Amen. Don't nobody have to come up to you and tell you when you're wrong. The Spirit of God that liveth in you, that you've been born again, going to tell you right from Jump Street what you did wrong, when you did it, how you did it, and what you should have did. And this is what God wants us to know. And he also went on to tell us about the fowls of the air. He wants to show our faith, show us that we got to live faith. He said the fowls of the air, they don't plant nothing, they don't, they don't go and plant no food, they don't get no garden, they fix no garden. And say the letters of the field, they don't be out there spinning and toiling and turning and stuff like that, trying to wait and worry themselves to death for a condition that they can't change. He said they just go sit there and grow like God tell them to grow. That's amazing, ain't it? To give a parable like that. See, even King Solomon, in all his glory, his riches, all the wisdom he had, he didn't even do like the letters of the field did. He didn't, he didn't even do like the fowls of the air did. He worried himself. He thought he was going to get killed and thought his throne was going to be taken from him by his own brother. 
Jealousy, envy, strife. Don't need to be in God's house. Love, compassion, mercy, peace, joy should be in the midst of all God's children. Listen, what he said, don't take no thoughts about what you're going to do, what you're going to eat. See, you know what? All the thinking you can do this morning can't turn one hair on your head, white or black. Everything you do and say, all the knowledge that you have can't change nothing. The only person can change it is the Lord Jesus. Now, the brother of Christ said himself, come on now, the brother of Christ, James. James, he comes to us and he tells us, now listen good, if a brother or sister hungry, destitute of food, and we that are rich in his food line got all the stuff that they need, and we pat them on the back and tell them to go in peace, God be with you. He said, we just sin. We just sin. Here's a hungry sister here. And I'm too proud. I don't even want to fool with you. Because I'm Jewish and you're a Gentile. And I ain't going to fool with you. What excuse? What about the lady at the well that met Jesus? Jew and Samaritan don't have no deal. I, you know I ain't supposed to fool with you. But if you just listen at me a while, you'll you know the pain I'm having. And you might can help me to dissolve some of the pain I have. Jesus listened. And the lady listened at Jesus didn't. And Jesus was so convincing that when she left, she went back home. I say home, didn't I? She went back home to her city and told them about the works of God and brought them back out and they were saved. But they were Gentile in the eyesight of God. But they got saved because they believed in Jesus Christ. And that's the way we are saved today by our belief in Christ Jesus. And if I was you today, and I want you to hear this, if I was you today without a shadow of a doubt, I stop worrying myself to death by condition that we can't change. I give it to God and tell God, Lord, you make me and mold me like you want me to be. Now, when we look at the news and we see all this stuff going on on the news, first thing we start giving our opinion of what I'd have done. That's where you messed up here. The opinion already been given to us right here. Told us what to do. We can't stand. Under, I mean, I'm not talking about making another law. I'm talking about just what the Bible says. We can't stand to put a man in jail or a woman in jail for seven years and then let them out and they free again until they commit another act or break another law. We, we don't. Christians, Christians say kill him. Y'all not listening to me. We finna eat the Lord's Supper and scared of the words. First thing we'll say, kill him. I mean, they said in, in this life, according to the Holy Word of God, we're supposed to learn how to do what? Forgive. I don't care how critical the situation is, what crime been committed, forgive. Jesus forgave me. Who am I not to forgive somebody else? Who am I? What instruction have God given me he didn't give everybody else? Unless you know something I don't know. He said God is love. Those that worship him must worship him what? Spirit and in truth. The spirit of God and the truth of God. No other way. I don't care what somebody say. I don't care what law. Sam Town Woodside community say. 
I'm supposed to love Jesus and I won't have to worry about no law. When I love Jesus and do the thing that Christ say, I'm going to fulfill Jesus in my heart. We fight and squabble and argue among ourselves. We don't know no better. And I, t- and I get up and say somebody crazy, they want to beat me up. But we arguing. Jesus said, let peace abide in you. But me and you up in the church arguing, saying who's right and who's wrong. That ain't no peace. That's the devil word. We got to have peace. I don't care how much hell somebody else raised. You stay in peace, and when God come back, he's going to reward you. It's all right, doctor. It's all right, doctor. But Reb, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Everything hard. But he's going to reward you from standing firm. Life is more than raiments. He said, consider the lids of the fear. They don't never talk. They don't worry themselves. They don't spend. They don't go and they don't go to councils. Oh, Lord, how much? Shut up, Lonnie. I messed around. That slipped, y'all. The lilies don't go to council. Not do the seed of the earth go to council. They just grow like God tells them to grow. That's all they can do. That's their job. Just grow. And then feed people. But we got everything now. We got everything. We're so comfortable on this earth now. That's why we don't wish to serve God like we ought to. We're too comfortable. Everything just falls right in our hand. That's what we love. We don't want nothing else. But things just fall in our hand. And we want to run around and throw our hand up and say, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank him for what? What you got? What have you accomplished? You might be pleased the whole world, but what about Jesus? What about your life with Christ? Your life's supposed to be hid in Jesus Christ. But I want to close on this note. Guys, to where you go, what you get, what you accomplish in this life. And I want to read it. I don't want to just talk about it. I want to read this to you. The Bible said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. See what he's saying? He is not mine. I do a lot of righteous things, but is it God righteousness? Is it God righteousness? He says, seek his kingdom. Once again, I have to tell it like it is. Not the kingdom of this earth. He said, his kingdom which is a spiritual kingdom. It's a divine kingdom. It's a kingdom where all righteousness is. Seek that in first. And you won't have no problem living with folks. I love to hear people say what I used to be. I can't stand to be around people saying what I am. I like to hear them say what they used to be. That makes me know that there's a change in your life. But when you boast about what I am, ain't no change been made. It got to be what I used to be. The old thing's not gone. Not everything new to come forward. But it says, seek first the kingdom of God. And what? Here's God righteousness. Is that in your Bible? And God righteousness. And all these things shall what? Be added unto you. 
All the same, my brother. You know it like I do. It say once you accept God, God has the perfect plan. When you got God, you got everything. Because you forgot that God said, let there be, and there was. Every time he said, let there be, they appeared. Not, he never spoke, and it didn't come forth. When they went to the Jordan, God's servant came out there. They had conduits running off the mountains to supply the city with water. But when God man stepped out there and stepped in the water, the temple water went up here without conduits. That's amazing, ain't it? Start going up here. That's unheard of. I come here and say, guess what, y'all? Guess what, y'all? I see some water running up here. First thing you see, brother Lord, they'll say, shopper, say, that's your buddy, man. You need to get him some help quick. <laughs> but I wasn't dealing with the world. I was dealing with Jesus. See, the Lord always do things that look stupid to us because we've been geared to look stupid. By the devil. Satan make us look stupid. How do we look stupid? And we're Christian. You know what the Lord say. You go do what the devil say. See the devil entice you. What to do. And make it look so sweet and good. Until we fall right in the trap. Hear this. As we come into a close. He say. Seek him first. And his kingdom. His righteousness. And everything that you need. See I told you when we first. I first got up. God, he wants you to have everything you can see if you want it. But he said, first of all, if you get him, watch this now. If you get him first, get Jesus, and that Jesus will condition your heart and fix you well. And you're well fixed. When, watch this. When the possibility that you get hold of some money. Watch this. You fix now. You owe me $400. You already owe me $400. And the possibility that you get hold of a little money come your way, $6,000. God give you. When you, you, you owe me $400 when you look at me and you know you got $6,000 in your pocket that the Lord done bless you with. You start getting away from me, huh? Huh? Why? You ain't really been conditioned. You talking conditioned, but you ain't living conditioned. And if you don't live conditioned, you can't do what you're supposed to do. First thing you do, I'm going to pay my debts. First debt I got to pay is God. I'm going to pay my tent to God. Then I'm going to pay my physical debt. The Bible tells me I got to have a good report in the church and a good report out of the church. Your life got to be good in here. Then when you go out there, you're supposed to strut like Jesus wants you to strut. Hey, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Don't front it. Live it. Live it. And you're going to be blessed beyond blessing. And finally, he said, after he told you, first get it in his kingdom, then do his righteousness, not your righteousness. And finally, he say, don't think about nothing but God. Say, take no thought for what? Tomorrow. Live today, please. Tomorrow come down. Thank God for it. Amen. If it don't come, thank God for it. Huh? 
If tomorrow don't come in my life, then tomorrow going to come in Christ's life, right? Amen. I'm going to be with him. Yes. So I'm going to rejoice more. Yes. But don't take no thought about t tomorrow. Let tomorrow take care of its own self. Amen. When it do come, it's going to take care of itself. Sometimes I've said it too. I've said it. And I'm closing. I've said it many times. Boy, I sure hate to see Monday morning come. I've got to go back to that job. <laughs> Can I tell the truth, please? Just let me tell the truth. I had to go back to that job, all those evil stuff and this, that, and other on that job. I sure hate to go back and look up at them folks' face and thank all that foolish talking and all that. But no, no what? Just think about today, baby. Think about just today. And if you think about today and give God the praise today, Doc, if tomorrow do come in our life, in our life, I say, guess what? He's going to open a door that nobody can close. And when the enemy trying to devour you up, come before you and cut you down, King David say, when my enemy come around and to devour me up, say, I looked again, I seen him down at my foot. And nobody knocked him down. That's amazing, ain't it? David said, and they want to make me hungry. But he said this, Lord, you fixed the table. Watch this. You fixed the table, Lord, before all my enemies that want me to starve to death. And my table, my cup, is running out of too much food. What am I going to do with this food, Lord? Go feed the hungry, y'all. Give it to somebody that need it. Let our cup run over today, please. Let our cup run over. And when it run over, let it spill on somebody else that truthfully need it. In the book of Colossians, it says this to set your affection on the things which come from above, not on the things of the earth. For ye are dead in yourself on earth, and your life is hid in Christ, in God. And when Christ, who is our life, listen, shall appear, then shall you also appear with him in his glory. Isn't that amazing? And all it takes is a closer walk with him. Just walk with him, please. Talk with him. Everywhere you go, talk with him. When you're riding your automobile, I mean, you ain't got to just start hollering and get put in jail. Nobody don't have to know your business. Just whisper to him and talk to him strong. Talk, tell him about you first. That's what he told the priest to do. Say, come on in here. Offer sacrifice for yourself first. Now, you can't go in the other room yet, the Holy of Holiness. You got to first clean yourself up here before you go in the next room. So a lot of people, you don't know, you need to read some history sometime. Not to preach the history, but read some history. What they used to have to do, them priests would walk up in the temple the first door you put to give it here and stop and then offer your sacrifice. But what them priests started doing, they started going in the Holy of Holiness. And time they walked through the door, they fell dead. They fell dead. And for record, they did it so much until every time the priest go in, get ready to go in the Holy of Holy. Now, y'all, listen, you read your Bible. They had to tie a rope on him. Because once he fell dead in the Holy of Holy, when another brother or sister went in to pick him up, they fell dead too. They wasn't worthy. Think about it. Now, Jesus is coming back, and we got to go before his presence. So they put a bell on his robe. And they put a rope on his leg. 
And when, in the, when, when the bell stopped toning, as long as he was there, the bell was toning, he was all right. When the bell stopped ringing, they had to call them brothers in to pull him out. Don't let that be said. It's too late. Keep your bell toning in Christ. Walk with him, talk with him, sing with him, pray with him. It's going to be all right for you. The Lord is the answer to everything. For everything, all our condition. Maybe somebody today, somebody. You so design your heart. I want to come to Jesus. I want to come to Jesus right now. I want to give him my life. I've sinned. I've sinned, Lord. I've done some wrong things. But I ask you to forgive me. Please forgive me. My name. And I, I will and no wife cast out. Plenty of us. My God. As a cross. Jesus. For you. You may be already saved. Won't come into fellowship with us. Every you life that you found. Come now. At the cross for you. It's a lot of room. Thank y'all. you, Lord. Sometimes you're all in by Because people sometimes don't want to come to the cross. What are you going to call for you? To come to Jesus. And I can tell you now what you're going to call. It's going to cause you to surrender yourself, to give up yourself, give up the world. Like on the That's why the apostle was able to say, I can do all things as a cross. That's true. There is room at the cross for you. Lord Jesus. There is Lord Jesus, at the cross for you, you may, you may, you may, you may be rich, and all you may, you may, you may be poor, still there is Lord Jesus, at the cross, Thank you, Lord. You tell me when you moan, the devil don't know what you're talking about. Put your hand no harm to moan every now and then. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, one that has come before you and confess. Talk to Thank she you. has come to God previously and said she needs your help. Yes. yes. She come back before you, dear God. Yes. She need a little more, dear God. Yes. Not realizing, dear God, that whatever that you've done, 
Yes. You've done it in all profession. Yes. But the faith, dear Father, yes. is the yes. thing that we need now. Yes. Thank you. That we may walk in it, oh, talk yes. in it, yes. sing in it, yes. pray in it. Yes. I ask for that anointing even yes. now. Right now. Right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Fulfill it, Lord. Yes, Lord. Your joy in her. Yes, Let her realize, dear God, I don't care what life has offered her. That salvation is far greater. Yes, sir. All that we can see or even think about. Yes, Comfort her spirit now. Please, Let her realize that she's yours. Yes, and in you, Lord, yes, is all the riches, all the glory, yes, and all the justification yes, is found in your servant. Yes, Comfort and bless her now. Please, in the precious name of Jesus. Name we believe it. It's done according to your will. Oh, yes. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Prayer. Keep praying. Lord Jesus. Yes. Yes, Lord. Let's agree together. Let's touch her. Father, on the anointing of thy spirit, of thy truth, of thy righteousness, in the arms of the believers, dear God, that know your way, designed to be in your way. And Lord, we are walking according to as you have given to us. We come decreeing before your presence even now that your word has spoken already. And whatever that it has said, we treasure it right now in our heart. You said, action shall be given. Seeking you shall find. Knock, and the door shall be opened. And I come knocking now, Lord. Trouble a heart even now. Lay on the table, dear God, the riches of your glory. Fulfill her supplication, dear God, that she have made before you, Father, even right now. That she may know without a shadow of doubt that thy God lives and can do all things. Comfort her now. Keep her according to your will. Touch now, Lord. Please, Jesus, just touch her. She need that touch, Lord. She need that assurance, Lord. She need to be made according to your will, Father. I'm pleading now the blood of Jesus eating upon her life. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Stand on your feet, please, for a moment. Let's bow our heads. Father God Almighty, we thank you. You're so gracious to us. You did so much for us. Even if I start confessing now, I can't tell all you've done. But I know it's been good. Even when I was weary, confounded, dear God, or even confused, you were still there with me. You comforted me with your spirit. You blessed me, Father, with your word. You anointed me, dear God, to go forth and give you the praise, the glory. Father, right now, asking in the mighty name of Jesus, help me, strengthen me, that I may be what you called me to be. And I may share with others that you've given me to say. Please, Lord, let all of this house give you praise, give you glory, Lord. Subject our will to your will, Father. That whatever we do, wherever we go, it'll be according to your will. I'm pleading now the blood of Jesus upon our life. Make me whole. Fix me, Lord, 
I may be able to help somebody else to straighten up. Comfort me that I'll show your glory even in my life. For you are the light of the world while you were yet here with us. Now, Lord, you said that we now that shine is, is the light of the world. And we're that city that sit on a hill that cannot be hid. And I just thank you for the comfort of your word. Bless us now and keep us now. Bless.